Well, I've got on the phone a guy who's quite popular, Mark Walters, who is the host of Armed America Radio Daily Defense. And how many affiliates you got now, Mark? How many radio stations you got carrying in the hundreds, right? At least. Oh, yeah, it's in the hundreds. My Sunday show airs. Oh, by the way, thanks for having me on today. My, uh, my Sunday show airs on about 230, 240 plus uh, 177 digital. And the weekday shows airing on uh, between 65. And I, I've lost count, but uh, it's growing over well, the last 15 years. Well, Crazy. it's a sign that the market likes what you're putting out and it likes your product. And I know from my own experience, I've had you on a couple of programs, stations, yeah. uh, you know, so it's all good. I feel like I'm talking to an old friend. What's everybody, what's concerning everybody right now? And then we'll get to sort of the FA uh, Second Amendment victory that we can tout here, but what's every what's on everybody's mind? What's the pulse of the nation right now? Yeah, I, I, the pulse of the nation right now is nervous. I mean, uh, you know, I, I've been talking a lot about this on my Sunday show, and in, in particular with some of my guests, like Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Some of our political analysts, people are nervous. People are scared. People are seeing what's happening in Israel right now, and like me, and I, you know, I'm, I'm that one person that shocked a lot of people when I said I was, I myself was shocked at the low rates of gun ownership in Israel. I thought it was far higher than what it was. But I want to distinguish here, as I get into this, between gun ownership and permit holders. But less than 2% of the Israeli population was licensed for firearm ownership and carry. Now, we all know that the IDF, you know, you're compelled to military service at 18 years old for two years. They can take their weapons home after their service. They're all reservists permanently, et cetera. But less than 2% of the population were permit holders in Israel. Now that number is going to rise radically. And Americans are looking at this, excuse me, and they're saying, maybe I should buy a gun. This can happen here. Look what happened to these defenseless Israelis. I don't want to be defenseless here in the United States. And I think when we put the equation together, the firearm industry in the U.S. has been somewhat dull over the last 12 months. It's been somewhat steady, but not that ginormous political you know, guns are flying off the shelves, can't get ammo type market out there over the last years. I think this is going to change that. I think over the course of the next six to 12 months, you're going to see the firearms industry boom again. But it's that nervousness. You've got people across all political spectrums purchasing guns. Dare I say right now that uh, Jewish citizens, American Jewish citizens are buying are buying guns in record numbers right now. And that's to be expected. Yeah, you would see that. I I wonder, is there any country in the world that mandates its citizens have a weapon that you're aware of? Not that I'm aware of. The closest would be Switzerland, but I don't believe it's a mandate. I wonder if that could ever come to pass. If we get to the point where society becomes so dangerous that you have uh, countries or governments that say, you know what, our citizens need to be armed. I would think that if people in, in a lot of these sub-Saharan African countries that are constantly dealing with uh, terrorist groups and having their children stolen from them and taken to slavery camps, which is still very prominent in places like Congo and uh, Niger, you know, uh, it's just an interesting thing. Because, you know, I think often back in the days, and I don't know if you have this kind of statistic, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but in the 1800s in America, pretty much everybody had a weapon. But nobody ever talks about the fact that crime was relatively low because everybody had yeah, a weapon. Do. <laughs> you talk about I talk about it on my show on, on a fairly regular basis. Here's the problem with mandates. You know, I got to I got into a little bit of discussion with that on my 
my weekend broadcast this weekend on my Sunday show. And that was, you know, has, has Israel, has, has, have they gotten it yet? And what I mean by that is you still, what they're doing right now today, what, what are we, two and a half weeks, almost three weeks out yeah. from October. And they're still requiring licensing for law-abiding citizens, but they're relaxing the requirements that still require, you know, mental screen, all kinds of nonsense. I, I don't know that they've gotten, they ought to be handing out guns on the back of trucks yeah. to their citizens point, okay? But w- when you talk about a mandate, here's why it'll never happen. Because there are people out there who put political agenda over and above the safety and security of their citizens. All you've got to do is look no further than every Democrat-run city in this country where gun control is off the charts, crime is through the roof, and these people are put political agenda above the state. When every single one of the mayors, the mayor of Chicago out of state, ought to be telling people, you need to arm yourself in this city. You need to arm yourself here in Philadelphia. You need to arm yourself here in L.A. Instead, what do they do? Don't wear your watches and nice jewelry out. Be careful driving your nice cars around. I don't want to live like that. So you've got people that are putting political agenda over and above the safety and security. Now ask yourself this question. Why do they want you disarmed? Because they have total control over you. They cannot control you until you are disarmed. That's why the left, even in the face of what we see happening around the world, isn't saying, it's why Chuck Schumer isn't saying, arm yourselves, Jews. Yeah, you would think, right? (laughs) They're trying to take guns because they want control over you. The hypocrisy of it all. Mark, uh, Mark Walters, my guest from Armed America Radio and the Daily Defense Hour, uh, and also spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation. Let's talk about this victory. A federal judge declared uh, in California semi-auto ban unconstitutional. So that's a, a victory for citizens. Tell me about that. Yeah, it's, it's one of several assault weapons ban cases that the Second Amendment Foundation has active in the courts right now. The other big one is the Maryland case which will likely make the Supreme Court before the California case because it's already a few steps ahead. The Supreme Court has already looked at that case and remanded it back to the lower court judges to make a decision based on their Bruin decision. And if they don't like that decision and they're seeking cert at the Supreme Court, the Maryland assault weapons ban case, which is similar to the California case, is likely to get to the Supreme Court first. We don't care which one it is. We just want to get one to the Supreme Court because we're confident in a victory. But what you had out in California was Judge uh, Benitez. Again, some of us in the gun rights community, I don't like to refer to him this way, but some do, as St. Benitez, because this guy is just staunch. He understands the Second Amendment. He understands the Heller decision. He understands the McDonald decision. He understands the Bruin decision and what's at the core of that, and that is that our Second Amendment is not to be treated as a second-class right that our Second Amendment is to be treated just like all the rest of the amendments. And Clarence Thomas has made that clear in his ruling, particularly in the Bruin decision. But what we had was Benitez strike down California's assault weapons ban. And in a 76-page, I I believe it's a 72-page decision, that is rock solid. How solid is it? It's got Gavin Newsom going nuts, calling this guy a shill for the NRA, as if somehow the NRA, I I guess Gavin Newsom hasn't gotten the message that the NRA is a shell of its former self. It has nothing to do with the Rifle Association. It has to do with our constitutional rights. Now, Robert Bonta, the attorney general in California, has already appealed to the Ninth Circuit, which he will, we will get a three-judge panel, and it's likely we might still see that victory upheld. 
if that's the case, they'll appeal, they'll appeal to the Ninth Circuit for an en banc panel of 11 justices, and it'll likely be overturned, setting up the stage for a potential Supreme Court battle. But it is a victory in California. We keep backing these up. We need to get one to the Supreme Court. People are frustrated because it's not happening fast enough. That's just the way our system works. We have to be patient, unfortunately. But we will be victorious, and we will knock these bans down. We're confident in that. Are you going to go see the movie Police State? That's kind of got the rumbles. Uh, it's it's being sort of panned by the major media groups, but there's an underground movement to get people out to go see this movie. It's going to be out this week. They've secured theaters across the country. Uh, what's your take on it? Are you going to go see it? Have you heard about it? I have heard about it. I plan on probably seeing it. Other than that, I really don't know much more about it than the same thing that you just said, that there's a lot of talk. And I will say this. Whenever the mainstream media pans something, you know you're flying over the target. Oh, that's what I said about Jim Jordan. The fact that the Democrats are so afraid of him tells you he's probably the right guy for the job. But that, of course, that ship that what ship has sailed. <laughs> was the right guy. Was the right guy. That's right. Well, listen, we've got more to talk about, but we're out of time. Mark Walters, you can catch his show, uh, America, Armed America Radio. It's easy to find. Just type in Mark Walters. He'll pop up pretty quickly. And, of course, spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation. We appreciate you guys very much. Thank you again for joining us on Speaking Out America. Talk to you it is time. my pl- Look forward to coming back. And coming up next on Speaking Out America, more reasons why you should be very worried about Bill Gates, plus new travel restrictions coming soon to an airport near you. Stay tuned.